From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's gang time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. And good morning. Welcome to the program. This is game time here for a Wednesday morning, hump day, middle of the week. Boy, what a difference a day makes. Yesterday, what were we, uh, low 80s? And today, Something like that. And today, like 38, 39 degrees? Good gracious. Yeah, it blew in last night. Boy, and I, it literally blew in last night. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were watching the basketball game, and I, I went, what is that? And it was it was literally the wind blowing in that front, and wow, what a, what a difference a day makes. So if you're just hitting the floor, first of all, good for you, but if you're just hitting the floor, uh, you Here's here's dress accordingly. It is cold outside and it's it's a bit windy. Nothing like last night, but anyway. Uh you're going to want to uh well, yesterday we're wearing shorts and today it's it's hoodies and all that kind of stuff. And Ward's layered up like he's going to Alaska. <laughs> he's got... Yeah. Anyway, Ward you're not feeling well. Uh I hope you get to feeling better. He's Thank you. He's a trooper. You see, Trooper getting it done here today. Uh, Ryan, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Tom? I'm fired up. I mean, I, I met with um, Kevin Hoffman and uh, some of the Mark coaches yesterday. Do that every every Tuesday. Have meetings with those guys. And uh, I, I'm, I'm telling you this. I think this is going to be a pretty competitive football game come Friday night. Martin Lovelady. I really do. I mean, I know you're looking at me like you're an idiot. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> but uh, talking to these coaches and, and watching a little film uh, yesterday, uh, you know, this is this is by far going to be their, their biggest test. Let me just say that. This will be by far their their, their biggest test. So we'll, we'll see. They're an 11-point favorite. And normally they're what forty or fifty, yeah. But they're just an eleven point favorite over this group. This group's twelve and zero. Uh, there was a one game that got canceled because the opponent was they didn't have enough players to play. They were sick, mm-hmm. so uh, and it was a non district game, so it got canceled. That's why they're twelve and zero, not thirteen and zero, or whatever the case may be. So uh, that that's going to be, you know, I, I think it's going to be a good competitive football game. Haven't seen one yet. <laughs> I mean, uh, it was, you know, maybe it was close from about the opening kickoff. Yeah, no, not even then. <laughs> it was, that's, that's just kind of how they've been. So, anyway, speaking of not competitive, did anybody watch the Baylor basketball game last night or listen to it right here on this radio station? Holy moly. I checked in on it, but I didn't get to, I didn't get to watch it. They got taken out behind the barn. Oh, it was bad. I mean, bad. It was, I, I don't know how else to describe it. It was just a horrible, horrible game. Baylor's lo- uh, worst loss is an AP top 10 team. Yeah, well, yeah. Ever. 
I mean, and we'll dive into it in our next segment. We'll kind of go through it and talk a little bit about it. But, man, they've got to uh, – there's got to be some fixing. And here's what you hope. You hope that it was just one of those deals when you play 30 games, maybe – but it was what, – what, what bothered me is they weren't very good defensively. And, look, you may have an off-night shooting, but you don't have to have an off-night on defense. I mean to tell you, Marquette had some clean, clean looks at three and hit them. And that's the other part. Marquette was pretty good offensively, and that combination wasn't very good. So, and then Baylor turned the ball. We'll get into it in our next segment. Uh, College football playoffs. The college football playoff looks basically like the AP poll, doesn't it? I mean, it's it's just that's what it is. I mean, you got number one Georgia, number two Michigan, number three is TCU, number four USC. Here's the question. Here's the question. And I can't imagine. I don't know what you do here. What if, what if Utah beats USC again? Mm-hmm. What do you do? Are you going to take Ohio State, who has one loss, but that one loss was on national television, and they got boat raced in the second half by Michigan? I mean boat raced. Does Alabama, who's you know anointed into the college football playoff every year, do they go dancing over Ohio State? I think it's a distinct possibility. I do, too. I do too. Uh, what do you do? I mean, I can't. I don't. I can't imagine you would even. I, I don't think you turn to Tennessee. They're ten and two, and that's no, not happening. No. If if USC gets beat, what if they get beat close? What was it the the first time you forty three forty two? Correct. Utah beat USC forty three forty two for their only loss. Yeah. If they beat them again. I mean, even if it's close, if they beat them again twice, is They're that out. C- yeah? Yeah. Did, and we were, I, I think, I don't know if we finished, but we started talking this morning about defensive numbers for USC. Did we get that far? Yeah, we, I looked at the rankings. They're not even in the top fifty of defense in the entire top country. fifty. They're not even in that SC. I know they're good offensively, but defensively, but Ooh. they are a dog defensively. Can they stay on the field defensively with these other guys? I mean, that, <laughs> I, it'll be tough. I mean, they're just they're going to have to outscore people like they've and done they all can. year. Yeah, and they and can. They, they absolutely can. I mean, that's that's going to be their deal. I would imagine as bad as they are defensively in the in the rankings, they're probably as good offensively in the rankings. I mean, they're they're a machine offensively. Mm-hmm. And again, what were they a year ago? Four and eight. Yes, four and eight before he got there and. And brought half the Oklahoma football team with him, and but yeah, I mean they uh, they can score, and they can score with anybody. I mean, the game I, I watched the game a couple of weeks ago with UCLA, and it was a track meet. I mean, it was up and down the the field like nobody's business, like they were both playing against air. So I, I don't know is is SC is SC that fourth team? Is Ohio State that fourth? If SC wins, they're in. It's in the conversation. Yeah, if, I think so. If they beat Utah, they're in. 
If if these four teams win their conference championship, Bingo. they're all there. They're, you're right. They're there. Georgia, Michigan, and heck, I think Georgia can lose in the in the SEC title game. I, they're there. I think Georgia could. I think Michigan could. And mm. They'll stay there. Mm-hmm. I think, honestly, I can't believe I'm saying this. I don't. Go but ahead. TCU say it. can because of strength of schedule. Their strength of schedule is better than Ohio State's. I know, but you are the one who has preached since July what's on the front of the shirt. I know. I get it. But all the talking heads are saying that they're making a more conscious effort on strength of schedule. And if that's true, I don't know that it is. And I'll and I and I'll buy it when I see it. But I want to believe that that is part of the equation, a huge part of the equation. And if it is, then they they could suffer not getting through the Big 12 championship game just because of their strength of schedule. Now, do I really believe that 100%? Mm. That's like you're trying to talk yourself into it. That's more what I'm trying to do. And I, and I, but that's what they're telling me. So I got to try to believe it. I hope you're right. I hope I am, too. And we have talked all year about the competitive balance of this conference. Mm-hmm. Top to bottom, you're playing a good football team every single Saturday. Well, if you're looking at the strength of schedule, TCU's got the best one in of those this four. whole deal. Yeah, of those four. And it, and it's not even close. No. It's not even close. And it's because everybody else in this conference is good and has played good people. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just the way it is. I mean... There was no day off in the conference. I mean, ask Oklahoma State. You know, did they get a day off? You know, when when there's just no day off. No, there's not. And and if you're gonna, if that's gonna be one of your rules, then then you cannot you cannot leave them out because the name of the jersey. Now, I I thoroughly believe that they do that, but. I just don't see how they can if they're going to say that strength of schedule means something. If it if it truly does, then they can't leave TCU out no matter what. No, I agree. And, and look, I, I understand. But Ohio State, I think they're out no matter what. I think Alabama can jump them. So you think Bama jumps the Buckeyes? Yes. With two losses. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I'm not going to argue with that because... Look, because their strength of schedule is better than Ohio State's too. Ohio State has the worst one. Well, yeah, they've only played two games. I mean, they play two games. Let's mm-hmm. just cut to the chase. Yeah. Uh, and Alabama feels like it's their birthright to be in the college football playoff. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting to believe that they're right. <laughs> I mean, it's just the way it is. So, it, it, what if what if what if USC loses by one or two, like they did the first time they played Utah? Could you see a two-loss SC team? Stay in there. I can't. Not not over a two loss Alabama team. Huh. Is geography part of the equation? Do you know when you're talking about a national championship? Are you looking to to include all sectors no. of the country? No, they don't care. Just what's on the front of the shirt. Mm-hmm. And SC is a big brand. It is big brand. Mm. There's no doubt it's a blue blood. Oh yeah, and they're 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 fired up that they're you know back playing good football. It, it will be interesting to see if SC loses what happens. Now I'll say this, you know we talked about it yesterday. If TCU gets beat, I still think that they're in one of the New Year's Six Bowl games. 
which puts Kansas State in the Sugar Bowl. And then you tip your hat to Shehan Jayaraja from CBSSports.com. Back in June and July, he was telling us, keep an eye on Kansas State. Mm-hmm. And he was right. You know, in Kansas State, it will be interesting to see how they perform in this game. So, you know, against TCU, because they were playing very well against TCU when, you know, they had quarterback issues. Well, they don't have quarterback issues, at least not now. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, our CNC Collision Center text line, by the way, if you want to chime in, is 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. Hey, does, if, if SC loses, who's number four, Ohio State or Alabama? Pretty simple, because that's what I think it comes down mm-hmm. to. If SC loses, is it Ohio State or Alabama? Uh, let us know what you think at 254-662-1660. Also, uh, don't forget, uh, you can go to SyntechSportsFan.com. That's SyntechSportsFan.com, and you can check out everything uh, on the yesterday's John Moore show, Matt Mosley program, and about 901, our, uh, our program will be there. So if you missed anything, you can certainly check that out. Uh, anyway, uh, we will dive into the Baylor basketball thing, and we will do that for you coming up in just a couple of minutes. This is... Game time, and uh, it is presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. We're in the Alan Samuels studio at 713. Good morning to you on a Wednesday, and we're right back with more in just a moment. It's the Class 2A Division II Region 3 Championship, the Mart Panthers and the Love Lady Lions, and you can catch all the action on our sister station, 1590 AM and 99.3 FM, Kicker Country. Our coverage of Mark Panthers football will begin at 6.30 with the pregame. We'll have the kickoff and all the action at 7. It's Mark and Love Lady this Friday night at 6.30 on 1590 AM and 99.3 FM. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. 
Bank Central, Central National Bank, member FDIC. Baylor Football on ESPN Central Texas. Kristen Clements, a realtor with Camille Johnson Real Estate, has been working in the real estate profession since 2013. Kristen specializes in the greater Waco and surrounding areas. Born and raised in Waco, Kristen is a graduate of Baylor University, and she and her husband and three children currently reside in China Spring. If you're looking to relocate and need a hardworking agent to work on your behalf, call Kristen Clements today, 717-3020, or check her out at CamilleJohnson.com. You'll find gifts for the whole family. Jewelry, candles, home decor, and wind chimes at China Spring Country Store. They are also an official Purina feed dealer. Featuring bagged and bulk animal feed for all your farm animals and pets. China Spring Country Store is also the place to buy lawn and garden supplies, outdoor furniture, plus farm and ranch supplies, including gates, panels, and fencing. Go by and say hello to Taylor, Melissa, and the gang at China Spring Country Store. 9230 China Spring Highway and at ChinaSpringCountryStore.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. It's truck season at Chevy of West, home of Silverado City. Hi, Leo Pacheco. And when you find new roads to Chevy of West or ChevyofWest.com, save really big on your new Chevy of West Silverado. Chevy of West. Hi, Leo Pacheco, and it's a great time to save on every certified pre-owned vehicle at Chevy of West. For all the big money savings, please visit ChevyofWest.com or find new roads to Chevy of West. Chevy West. Game time is brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, your friend in the car business. All right, 718, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Don't forget uh, high school football coming up this weekend. We'll have the Crawford Pirates and the Toller Rattlers. That game will be on 104.9 FM on Friday evening and uh, also on Friday evening down on uh, Kicker Country. That's 1590 AM and 99.3 FM, so it's either or. Uh, you can check out you can check out the uh, Mark Panthers and the Love Lady Line. So we'll have those two games for you right here on our family of radio stations. All right, uh, let's uh, continue here. From the CNC Collision Center text line, JB says, if USC loses, you have to go with Ohio State because even though they lost bad to Michigan, who was number three, number three team in the country, those two losses that Alabama has are looking very bad right now. Both of those teams they lost to has some has some bad bad. Lost to some bad, bad teams. Uh, so Alabama lost to Tennessee, right? Yes. And they lost to LSU. Who just lost to A&M. Who just lost to A&M. Mm. And I meant to look, but who's who has Tennessee lost? Who are their two losses? Let's see. We're looking that up right now. We'll talk about that. But again, I... If you in the whole world watched because you know it was, <laughs> it was 
it was listed as and 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 promoted as the game, the game, Michigan Ohio State in Michigan. Literally, and, and again, Ward, I, you know, you, when I think of Big Ten football and I think of Michigan Ohio State, I think of you know running backs and and uh, and pound the football and bad weather because it's late in the year and all that. Michigan threw that football all over the yard against Ohio State, particularly in the second half. Yep. They had explosives like crazy. Okay, Tennessee's losses. So a 14-point loss at Georgia, and then they played at South Carolina and lost 63-38. to Now, that South Carolina loss is a bad loss, but that loss yeah. to Georgia is not a bad loss. Sorry. Uh, that's, you know, so one of their, one of their two losses, yeah, uh, is a bad loss. So, yeah, when you lose to South Carolina – you know, uh, in in that fashion. So, but doesn't everybody? Although ha- South Carolina's pretty good, yeah, they and just I had a big win last week. They did, and I was going to say, doesn't everybody? Just about everybody have one of those. Oops, we want that one back type games, except for those four that are in the <laughs> CFP. But you know, I think most everybody has one of those games where you go, man, I just, you know, we're better than that. And we didn't play that way. and We want that one back. Yeah, I mean, South Carolina just helped them out beating Clemson. Mm-hmm. So, and what do we think of Clemson? They're down. In Clemson standards and yeah, college yeah. football standards. Or yeah, not. they're 10-2. and two. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, I don't know. But, but when you look at the CFP rankings right now, and that's what, you know, you're not going to see a nine or a ten moving. If if anybody's moving, it's coming from five and six. Mm-hmm. So it it built it really gets down to if USC loses, is it the Buckeyes, a one loss Ohio State team that did not qualify for their conference championship, by the way, or is it Alabama who also did not qualify for their conference championship game, taking you know. And they've got two losses. Ohio State's loss came late. I mean, there's a lot of lot of factors in here that the committee's going to take a look at. And again, I don't trust the committee. I'll just be perfectly honest with no, you. No, I don't either. I, they have proven to me time and time again that there's other factors into it that rather other than football. And I and I totally agree with you. It, it, reputation has a lot to do with it. It does. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? No. Is it part of the part of the world we live in? Yes, yeah. that's why you got to grow the playoff, and you got to have a formula, in my opinion, where you play your way in or out of the games. Not anytime you have a anytime there's a vote, it's very subjective. Just don't want to do it that way. Seven twenty two, and again, we'd love to hear your opinion on our CNC Collision Center text line. Should SC lose? Who's going to be the number four team on Sunday? Is it going to be Ohio State or is it going to be Alabama? I think those really are the two choices. I can't see. Those are the only two choices. Yeah, I can't see Tennessee or Penn State or anybody else making a move. Georgia, Michigan, TCU. And are you secure with TCU? Are you secure with TCU if they lose to Kansas State? Who's number 10 in the uh, college football playoff? If 10 beats three in a blowout, not a close one, in a blowout. Are you secure with TCU staying in? If if 10 beats 3 in a close one, are you secure? I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of questions. That's why you play the games, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of playing the games, 
Last night, Baylor started a two-game road trip uh, with uh, Marquette. They'll play Gonzaga on Friday night. By the way, you gotta. We'll talk more about the Gonzaga game later, and, and maybe even tomorrow. But that's an NIL game, by the way. the The sponsor of the game is Peacock. So it's going to be exclusively streamed and not televised. It's going to be streamed. And the streaming company, Peacock, parent company, NBC, will pay, if I understand this right, will pay the players from both Gonzaga and Baylor who, who qualify, who, who, are, who, who opt in to the NIL deal, and they will pay them to promote the game and play. From, my, from what I have read, first time it's ever been done that way. We are in a different world. Yeah. I don't. We are in a different world. So we'll dive into more of that, uh, you know, coming up as we get closer to Friday evening. Because And that game is being played in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I don't know. Gonzaga, <laughs> Baylor. Let's just meet in Sioux Falls, right? <laughs> interesting. I mean, the whole thing's interesting. So... Last night, uh, Marquette wins 96-70 to over Baylor in Milwaukee. 96-70. to uh, It was 51-25 uh, to at halftime. 51-25. to Baylor turned the ball over 20 times in the Whoa. game, 16 of those in the first half. Marquette had 24 points off of turnovers in the first half alone, and Baylor had 25 points total. It was it was that kind of night. And then in the second half, I'll tell you, Baylor Baylor shot the ball a lot better in the second half. Uh, and but they didn't they didn't defend like they needed to. I can't tell you how many. Look, Marquette was six and nine. Six out of nine from three-point land in the second half alone. Six out of nine. And why? They got open looks. I mean, they were uncontested three-point shots. There was nobody in the neighborhood when they were shooting those threes. It was that kind of night. They just didn't defend. Turned it over in the first half, didn't defend, and just got thumped. And, And what do you take out of that? What do you is that one you just go and I know you're prone to, to talk about this as a coach. Sometimes you just have to flush it and move on. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what you do with this one. Go get oh, ready I for Gonzaga. So. I think so. This one's just you, is, you, is this an anomaly right here? I mean, yeah, the, I, I you would think so. The, and, the announcers, the TV announcers, kept saying this is a good Baylor team. This is a good Baylor team. I mean, it was like they were apologizing for for the poor play, and it was poor play. It is a good Baylor team. It There's is. No, make no mistake about it. They're and, number six and for a reason. Sometimes you have those nights. You just can't get out of your own way. And I think that that's – and then things start snowballing on you. And last night was probably an example of that. Yeah, I, I think you have to flush it pretty quickly as of before you even get on the plane. From the Baylor Radio Network in Learfield – and right here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station, after the game, Alvin Brooks III, the associate head coach, talking with John and Pat, uh, talked about why they lost the game. I think we didn't go out the ball, and I think our turnovers in the first half, having 16 turnovers and 
they had 24 points off of our turnovers in the first half, and we had a 25 points total. So I thought that was the difference in the game. I, I mean, it was even in the first half, but I mean in the second half, but first half, the points off turnovers were the difference maker. And he's right. I mean, 100% right there. And I know that they'll, the, the staff, anyway, will go back and look at the film and, and figure some things out. And, you know, it, it was just what well, you just knew. I mean, it wasn't – they weren't very deep into the game, and you just knew this is not going to be their night. But the only thing that bothered me, really, I mean, because, you, look, you're going to have a bad night. What bothered me was that they, the uncontested threes. There was just great looks by by uh, Marquette. Shaka Smart gets the wind, the uh, win rather, and uh, Baylor falls to five and two on the year. Marquette improves to six and two. Now, like we said, it's on to Sioux Falls. I'm sure they'll get a they'll take tours of the city and, and do all the all the uh, festive things that you do in Sioux Falls, and you know it's a vacation destination. I'm sure and. Haven't you always wanted to go to Sioux Falls? Oh, especially this time of year. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Winter time. Oh, so I really wanted. I want to get John on the phone. I want to wake him up. <laughs> I want to know why in the world are you going to Sioux Falls with it's this game? Thirteen degrees right now in Sioux Falls, South <laughs> Dakota. Oh man, oh. you can take a stroll in the park in <laughs> Sioux Falls. <laughs> Why in the world are they playing that game there? there obviously, there's a reason. <laughs> and maybe we can chase John down tomorrow or something. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to bother him right now after they played last night. But uh, John will be here at three o'clock this afternoon. I don't know if he'll be in, still in Milwaukee or if they're going to stay there and practice. Or if they're going on to Sioux Falls, I don't think they're coming back to Waco. That wouldn't make much sense, would it? No. You're going to play on Friday. Uh, and this is Wednesday. I mean, all you're going to do is turn around and go right back. So they're probably on to Sioux Falls. And <laughs> Wow, that's uh, interesting. All right, 729. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We are going to talk with uh, Josh Neighbors from the uh, podcast Locked on Big 12. We'll talk about this game a little bit. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, what's ahead for the Bears basketball team. What's ahead for the Bears football team. What does the... Uh, what does the Big 12 championship game look like? It's going to have a different look to it, isn't it, uh, Ryan? We were just looking at that. And uh, who, who's singing the national anthem? Ashanti. Ashanti is, Ward. Okay. The Ashanti. Not, 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 not some imposter. The, the Ashanti. Yeah. And who's flipping the coin? Uh, Errol Spence Jr., the current welterweight champion in boxing. How about that? Okay. And then they got some company. What's the, some famous company that i don't know of because i'm not a fashion person yeah bathing ape or bape for short is what most people are you familiar with that company no i missed that one you're (laughs) not in your 20s anymore that's why (laughs) but you knew who it was didn't you ryan yeah i don't wear it because it's ridiculously expensive but yeah i know what it is (laughs) i didn't know there was such a thing as bape but bape is going to be doing some um some gear yep some you know co-designed gear with the big 12 uh, I, I think our commissioner is kind of changing the direction of this conference. Wouldn't wouldn't we all agree to that? It, yeah, and that's you, obvious. <laughs> and you mentioned it; it's, it fits well within his background. That R and B stuff. Oh, it, music. Yep. Yeah, I mean, this guy's uh, he's big time in promoting, and so it's going to be a different look to the Big Twelve. There's no question. We'll talk more about it next, right here on ESPN Central Texas. 
everyone. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. Defensive coordinator Dan Quinn warns us about a wolf in sheep's clothing who's coming to AT&T Stadium Sunday. We'll reveal the identity right after this. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. The Cowboys host the Colts Sunday night, a four-win team that in the offseason traded with Atlanta for 15-year veteran quarterback Matt Ryan. It's been a tough year for him in the offense, which averages less than 16 points per game. But defensive coordinator Dan Quinn, the former Falcons head coach, knows Ryan well and enjoyed coaching him in Atlanta. Quinn has this warning about the QB. He's a wolf in sheep's clothing, you know, comes across, you know, real clean cut, nice, and he is a tough competitor. All the support that he, you know, showed me and the staff, I, I certainly appreciate that. But, uh, yeah, he's got a special spot with me just for uh, his toughness, his leadership, you know, kind of what he stands for. The Cowboys' defense is second stingiest in the league, allowing just 17 points per game. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel & Company, New York. Each piece a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond. TFNB, your bank for life, wants to congratulate the Crawford Pirates on a great football season. 
We're rooting for you in the playoffs. With five locations in Central Texas, TF&B has been your choice for hometown banking since 1889. Learn more or open an account with us at tfnbtx.com. TF&B, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Go Pirates! ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update, brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton, off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. First half turnovers by Baylor allowed Marquette to build a 51-25 halftime lead as the Bears lost to the Golden Eagles 96-70. There's basketball at the Highlands Gym this evening as the MCC Highlanders host Dallas College Northlake. Tip-off is at 6 o'clock. Ohio State's loss to Michigan has dropped the Buckeyes out of the top four of the college football playoff rankings. Georgia is still number one with Michigan now second, followed by TCU in third, and USC has moved into fourth. Longhorn quarterback Hudson Card will enter the transfer portal. The redshirt sophomore will have three years of eligibility remaining at his next destination. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Let's go around the Big 12 with Josh Neighbors from Locked On Big 12 Podcast on ESPN Central Texas. Seven thirty-seven. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And joining us now is Josh Neighbors from the podcast Locked on Big 12. Josh, good morning. Appreciate your time. Let's talk about the Big 12 title game, Kansas State and TCU. I think this is uh, going to be an incredibly entertaining football game. But, of course, nobody's going to be watching it, right? No, no, nobody's going to be watching, especially Paul Feinbaum. I'm not <laughs> sure. Did you guys see his forced apology yesterday? Didn't Did see it, but that? heard about it. Yeah. So I, the Big 12 tweeted it out, and it's Matt Barry, who I think, does, you know, as, as far as Sports Center anchors go, obviously he calls games. But like, Matt's excellent. I think he does a really good job with, with you know, his college football stuff, especially from his angle. Um, and, you know, kind of forced what was a pop. Feinbaum about not watching the game and Paul said I was quoted as saying as opposed to the fact that he actually said that nobody was really watching you think the quote was we won't be watching on uh you know obviously an ESPN channel which was not a very good look but um you know it's funny how things turn out right because all of a sudden after all the shenanigans that happened last week the only uh championship game this weekend that's between two top 10 teams is the big 12 title game. So it goes from not being very interesting, according to Paul Feinbaum to now the only top 10 battle and game day is going to be there. So I think there's plenty of impetus to watch TCU and Kansas state. Is this a game that TCU has to win? Uh, no, I don't think it is because and I think Dan Wetzel wrote an awesome article yesterday or the other day at USA today about this idea that, like, if you look at the four teams playing this weekend, right, that the four that are top, the top four, USC, TCU, Michigan, and then Georgia, um, the teams that are directly behind them are not playing, right? So those schools, like Ohio State and Tennessee and Alabama, didn't make their championship game. And so we're kind of assessing everybody on this, like, you know, it's really 12-game pace why should those schools get in 
when there is nothing extra after, you know, what's happening, like there's, there's nothing else for them to do. So if those schools, like those schools should not be able to get in because they can't play their way in. The only thing that's, you know, that, that can be played is the schools currently in could play their way out, which doesn't really seem deserving, right? If you're, you're undefeated and you've earned a conference championship opportunity, that conference championship opportunity that you earn should not cost you if the schools behind you did not earn that same opportunity, right? It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So uh, obviously for TCU to be sure of themselves, they should win. But the other thing is here too, like Michigan probably doesn't have to win. Uh, Georgia probably doesn't have to win. And the numbers, the strength of schedule, the strength of record are better for TCU compared to those two schools um, you know, when you compare them all together. So I think that like we came about it from that perspective, TCU, they're the undefeated team everybody's looking at because they're TCU talking about them losing. But in my opinion, it shouldn't really matter. They should be in regardless, unless they lose by like 35 and you're like, okay, this is probably, you know, this is not, this is not a team we want to put in there, but yeah. I mean, if they lose close, they should be okay. What about SC? We, we've been talking about USC. If they lose, it's uh to Utah, that would be two to Utah. Would Ohio State or Alabama jump them? Yes, so it's a different conversation uh, when it comes to USC, right, because they have the loss. Um, I Look, like Alabama, guys, they're settled behind Ohio State. So I'm trying to think of a situation now where the committee has put Alabama behind Ohio State this week how would that change at all, right? So if, it, if somebody were to jump, it would have to be Ohio State. And I think for USC, um, I think the same logic should apply, in my opinion, that we apply to TCU, but it does matter how you look, right? If you can't get, you know, if you can't stop anybody and like, you know, the Utah scores 50 on you again, you lose the game again. You know, yeah, I mean, there, there is, uh, you know, that's that's going to be tough to stomach to putting them in if you lose the same team twice. Uh, if you lost like a 20 to 17 game, you know, 20, 28, 24, something like that, it could be more palatable if that makes sense. But like they have to make sure, I mean, for USC, I think the idea is just win, right? I think really for them, it's just win because Ohio State only having the one loss does make them look better, even though. I have just described the logic to you guys that I am following. I really don't think these teams should have to, you know, just because we're playing an extra game, that should not be like extra risk for them. It's kind of uh, more bonus points, if you will. Yesterday was the anniversary of Sonny Dykes landing the helicopter at Eamon Carter being named the head coach of the TCU Horn Frogs. Did anybody see them competing for a conference championship, much less winning a conference championship and being in the talk of the college football playoffs. Uh, Ward, that was not my bingo cards this year, uh, to be honest. I, I, I was like many other media members and I had them picked towards the back part of the league. And I, I will say this, uh, and I've mentioned this before and I'll say it again. Like, I think as a whole, we did not do a good enough job accounting for the amount of talent that was left over on the team by Gary Patterson, especially at the skill positions, right? Kendra, Amari DiMercato, Darius Davis, Tay Barber, Quentin Johnston. But I think the questions that we had, especially at quarterback, were valid. But Sonny, 
did such a good job with, I mean, those, he nailed the coordinator hires, guys. Absolutely nailed the coordinator hires when he brought in Garrett Riley and he brought in Joe Gillette. And, you know, uh, Sonny kind of, you know, I'm sure he's got some offensive input, but, like, Garrett runs that offense is a very, very good job doing it. Joe Gillespie, that defense isn't amazing, but they've done a really good job considering what they have. And now they're two, you know, leading tacklers are transfer guys. So they kind of hit in those places as well. It's just a well-run, well-organized, old, confident team. You know, they've got a lot of guys who played a lot of football. They got a coaching staff. that has got the mix of a mixture of, you know, youthful ideas and guys who've been around for a while and a good young play caller. And they lucked out with a quarterback situation, you know, how the kind of things played out. So it, it's always a perfect storm, but you watch watching these games. I mean, they're just, they're cool as a cucumber when it comes to, to pressure time. You know, there's, you know, I, I'm not sure it's going to matter who they play, but if the game's the balance under five minutes, guys, you're taking TCU, even if they're down, like if they have the ball or they need to stop, whatever. You just, you feel confident they're going to get the job done because of what they demonstrated all year. And that's testament, as you mentioned, Sonny Dykes, and it seems that he's had this thing rolling the day since that helicopter touched the ground. Yeah, and you know, the, one of the cool things, and we talked about it the other day, is is Max Duggan. I mean, here's a guy that lost his job, could have easily jumped in the portal and been out of there, uh, but elected to stay, fight for his job, wait wait his turn, and now we're talking about him going to New York for the Heisman Trophy uh, ceremonies. I mean, to me, that's 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 a great story. Yeah, it's it's just like the testament to you know a guy always being ready, right? I, I mean, he's talked about it too a million times. But like, of course, he was disappointed when he didn't get the job. And and look, like that that's one of those things where we trust Tony Dykes and Garrett Riley. I, I believe them when they say Chandler Morris was better in camp, and it's something we talked about a whole lot about. Max Duggan struggled a lot with the intermediate passing game stuff that was like 10 yards away, seven to 15 yards. That was a challenge for him. But he's a much more efficient, accurate passer in that zone. I think than he was in the past. And I'm not sure that's something that's actually been happening in practice. Like I, I think, I think the reason he lost the job is because he was not that guy. And then he became that guy. And to me, you know, if you, if you look at his, like, what's the Max Duggan Heisman moment? Well, I think it was it was two things. It was the final two drives against Baylor. The first drive, and, and the guys, at this point, remember, no Kendra Miller, no Darius Davis, no Quentin Johnston at this point of the game. They go down, they score. Wasn't a great throw to Mercado on the two-point conversion. He dropped it as well, kind of a shared blame there. Defense gets a stop. They get the ball back. Duggan takes them right down the field fire drill field goal. And that was, that was the moment. And, and I, I think the hug with Sonny Dykes, I believe it was a hug with his dad as well. You could just tell, like, you know, I think, I think a lot of, we're talking about Hunter Deckers right now and how much he struggled and you look at Spencer Sanders development. You guys talk about Blake Shapin, but like the value of time spent that guy's played a lot of football. He started a lot of games and eventually stuff really, really slows down for you at this level. And it's pretty clear that Max Duggan has a great command of this offense, great relationships, and just they believe in that guy. And he deserves a spot at New York. No, will he win it? No, it should be Caleb Williams. But he deserves a spot as a Heisman Trophy finalist. 
What was the perfect storm for TCU? Everybody has one when they have a season like this. What was the perfect storm that just puts them to the next level? Yeah, I, I think um, I think having, you know, maybe even the Big 12 being good was helpful. Just think about the constant challenges they're undergoing. And, you know, sure, they fall down sometimes. But I've mentioned this before. I, I kind of like to use this analogy, guys. Like, they are the boxer. They're, they're like Floyd Mayweather used to do this really, really well, that they kind of drop the first few rounds because they're gathering data and figuring out what their opponent's doing. And then the rest of the way, it's typically a shutout in the scorecards. When they start pouring it on, they pour it on. TCU does. And they, they poured it on to start against Iowa State this past week. But I think knowing that they were going to be challenged every single week. I mean, think about the easiest games of the season. You know, the West Virginia game, people were pretty anxious for that one. It was a pretty close game there towards the back end. Max Duggan gets hurt. And then also the Iowa State game, it was only a 10-point spread. They were pedaled to the metal. Just, I, I think this league, when you know you play in a league where there's challenges every single week, it keeps you sharp. It keeps you uh, accurate. Uh, you know, you you know that if there's, excuse me, if you fall, you know, you, uh, you know if you're not 100 percent, like that's that's a challenge, and you're going to have a tough time. And I think that's the one thing TCU's done really well. I think it's they've done this because of how old the group is. Guys, like we don't talk about many freshmen on TCU. They're all guys, but maybe some guys are shorter on playing experience, but like all of the players we talk about on TCU are all guys that have been playing football for a long, long time. And I think those guys just know how to handle it. And I think they've got the right coach to kind of help them with that mindset. And, and they're led by the right guy at quarterback as well. I, I think there is a certain amount of experience that has helped them across the board. And I think that experience of playing in a tough league has you know, kept them prepared and sharp every single week of the season. Uh, kind of up against the clock here, but I got to ask you a couple of things. Uh, number one, it's a different look figuratively <laughs> with the, with the, with the big 12. Now, I mean, this is uh, Brett Yormark is uh, putting his stamp on this league big time, isn't he? Yeah, it, it, he is. Uh, it's exciting. You think about all the things that have happened, you know, with just with the, with the way the league is, is shaped and, College game day coming this week, obviously, is really exciting. And top 10 matchups are really exciting. Obviously, the new TV deal is really exciting. And look, like, I'm excited for some of the new marketing stuff. I want to see uh, sponsors on jerseys. And, you know, I, I want to see stuff like that and see how creative they can get as a league. And Gene Taylor, as I said, you know, hey, look, we don't love all of Brett's ideas, but this guy's an out-to-the-box thinker. And it, we're glad to have a guy who's bringing different kinds of stuff to our attention. And we can work from there. So, uh, he's definitely making his, his, his mark in this league. Obviously, TV deal was a big thing. But um, the number one thing is teams keep winning. And I, I think that uh, basketball has been some issues. We saw last night in the Marquette-Baylor game. Um, you know, everybody's not been perfect yet. But football is just – they're a machine right now. And basketball has been a machine the last couple of years. So keeping on winning is the most important thing. Brett's done a good job. Uh, what do you got going on on the uh, podcast? Uh, road to the Big 12 championship game for both Kansas State and TCU. Kind of look back at the seasons that were for those schools and also some picks and stuff coming up this week as well. And some coaching silly season stuff because that's heating up. Luke Fickle, gone. Cincinnati, new Big 12 school, needs a new coach. So things of that nature. All right, Dan, where can we find that podcast? 
Locked on Big 12, you guys can find it on YouTube. Also, wherever you podcast, we're on Twitter at LO Big 12. You guys can find me at Josh Neighbors underscore. All right. Hey, Josh, we appreciate it as always. Uh, enjoy the games this weekend. Yep, same to you guys. Have a good one. That is uh, Josh Neighbors from the uh, podcast Locked on Big 12. It is a, uh, what is this? This is a Wednesday. It's 7.51, and this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor Women's Basketball with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm here on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women back home and back in action Sunday afternoon in the Farrell Center hosting Houston Christian. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 2 p.m. tip-off Sunday for Baylor Women's Basketball. Baylor Big 12 Women's Basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. Tis the season to give, and it's okay to get. Get holiday gift cards from La Fiesta, Way Cool Tacos, and Village Pizzeria. Purchase $50 in gift cards and get $10 free for yourself or for someone else. And don't forget, it's tamale time. Choose from delicious pork or chicken tamales. Order yours online at LaFiesta.com. Merry Christmas from your friends at La Fiesta. The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. In the market for a quality metal building, since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Koki Family Farms provides the ultimate in custom application and fertilizer for all your road crops and pasture needs. They are a distributor of fertilizer for farmland, grain, feed, hay, pasture crops, and vegetation for agricultural and farm supplies, along with growing and raising corn, wheat, and sorghum. Koki Family Farms is your local contact for LG corn seed and their performing corn hybrids and grain sorghum products. A proud supporter of Crawford High School Athletics, Goki Family Farms, seven generations strong. This is ESPN Central Texas. Veterans, if you can hear my voice, you're close enough to come see me this month at Harley-Davidson of Waco. I have an incredible offer for all active duty and retired military personnel. With the purchase of any brand new Harley-Davidson model, receive $1,000 with their free accessories or an in-store $1,000 gift card to spend as you choose. I'm paying way too much money for trade-ins, and I have a huge selection of certified pre-owned Harleys as well. So come see me this month at Harley-Davidson of Waco. This holiday at Metro by T-Mobile, get a free 5G tablet for the whole family. Wait, is that Louise Fonzie? Enjoy a free 5G tablet after rebate with unlimited HD when you add a tablet line for only $30. Only at Metro. If congested, customers using greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds plus tax via rebate on virtual prepaid MasterCard after third monthly payment. See store for details. 
Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous, family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs made from scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. Republic Gun Club is the premier indoor gun range in Central Texas. With 19 lanes up to 100 yards, you to sight in your new deer rifle. We have a huge selection of firearms, firearm accessories, and ammunition. Plus, avoid buyer's remorse with our Love Your Gun Guarantee. We also have a full-time gunsmith and skilled trainers. Republic Gun Club can also host your next party or corporate event. Stop by and see why Republic Gun Club is your home in the range. In Commons Bank is rooting for all of our local teams this football season. While you gear up for game days this fall, why not earn money at the same time? With the new Mars Rewards checking account from In Commons Bank, you can earn money every time you swipe your debit card. Earn while snagging spirit shirts, snacks, and supplies for celebrations after the big win with the Mars Rewards debit card. It's the perfect card for everyday purchases. Visit us in person or online at InCommonsBank.com forward slash Mars to find out more information. Member FDIC. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson and Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. All right, 756. John's got the uh, sports beat coming up in just a couple of minutes. Try here on ESPN Central Texas. Ward, Ryan, we've got a couple of really, I think, entertaining and uh, intriguing regional final high school football games that we're going to have on our airwaves uh, this weekend. Uh, first, you got Crawford and Toler and Look, both of those teams just terrific, and that's going to be a fun, fun football game in Burleson. Should be, and you're going to see a lot of offense out of this. Or you could go the other way and Mm -hmm. see two really good defenses really shut down two good offenses. I don't know which way it's going to go because it, it has the opportunity to do either one. Both of them have put up a lot of points throughout the season, not just through the playoffs, throughout the season, and both have not given up very many points throughout the season as well. So it's going to be interesting to see who can get the upper hand. And it may be one of those games where you just try to control the pace of the game, hang on to the football, three yards in a cloud of dust in this one. I I, I wish I was there. I I mean, I think it's going to be that kind of game. Uh, The other game that we're going to have, and that's going to be on 1590 AM and 99.3 FM, will be marked... And Love Lady, both undefeated teams. Mark, number one in the state. And uh, look, Greg Tepper, our buddy from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, posted this la- or uh, tweeted this last night, rather. Mark has the largest margin of victory in all of Texas high school football. Mark wins by an average of 52.4 points a game. Impressive. Love Lady ranks fourth, winning by an average of 44 points a game. Something's got to give. The one thing I will tell you, Doing, doing, you know, doing the prep work of the research is uh, Love Lady has, they have some ability to run the football, particularly between the tackles. And getting Love Lady off the field, look, I think Mark's going to score. I mean, we, I just read that stat. They, they, you know, I think that, you know, they start scoring by the time they step off the bus. It's can they get their hands on the football enough? I, you know, it's one of those deals where I think they're probably going to have to get points almost every trip because I think the possessions are going to be limited, and that's what Love Lady's game plan will be. 
Don't be surprised to see Lovelady hold that football for seven, eight, you know, down to five seconds on the play clock and then snap the football. Been a lot of teams try that. Yeah. And not very many have been successful. Nope. But, I mean, Lovelady. I think that's your chance. That's your only chance. Yeah, I do too. I, I agree 100%. I think that's your only opportunity is to control the football. Uh, and you're right. Just about everybody's tried that. And what Mark's been able to do is get separation. They've been able to get separation. And, and here's the thing for, for the Panthers. get You get into plus territory, you get into the red zone. If the drive stalls, you got to get points. I think you're going to see uh, the uh, the place kicker, Chavez, get a little more involved. You know, he kicked a field goal last Friday afternoon. I think it was 40 yards, 34, something like that. 47. The, the field goal was? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I think he's going to have to get a little more involved and and handle that. You know, I think it, when they have opportunities to score, I don't care if it's three or six, score. I mean, because, again, I think their opportunities, the number of opportunities they get is going to be limited because Love Lady's going to try to hold the football. So we'll see. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, and uh, we'll have both of those games on our family radio stations on Friday evening. All right, 759, John Morris with today's Baylor Sports Beat. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's Temporary Check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor basketball falls and falls hard on the road at Marquette. We'll give you details. Plus, Baylor volleyball moving on in the NCAAs. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly... Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Say big during the Black Friday sales event at Alice Samuels in Waco. Celebrating with an incredible lineup of all new 2022 Jeep models like the Grand Cherokee, Grand Cherokee L, Renegade, Gladiator, Wrangler, and the Wrangler 4XE. Jeep SUVs are known for their design and technology. The Grand Cherokee L even brings you extended seating with a third row. If we don't have exactly what you want, we can order it today. Come see what Alan Samuels can offer you and your family and find the Jeep that fits your lifestyle. Come by. Let's be friends. Kids can now join the Baylor Cub Club, the official kids club of Baylor Athletics, presented by Green Eye Associates. Fans 12 and under can register for the low cost of $25 and gain exclusive benefits and access to Baylor Athletic events. Members receive free admission to select events, exclusive giveaway access, and their own membership package. To register your cub, please visit BaylorBears.com slash Cub Club. Registration closes December 7th, so sign up today. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor basketball fell to Marquette last night in their first true road game of the season, 96-70 the final score. The Bears now 5-2 and two on the season. They'll stay on the road and play Gonzaga coming up on Friday. 
Meanwhile, it was a big day yesterday for Baylor volleyball. First, Avery Carlson named the Big 12 Freshman of the Year. Then Carlson, Lauren Harrison, Mallory Talbert, and Kara McGee named first team all Big 12 for the season. The Bears open NCAA tournament play Thursday evening in the Farrell Center against Stephen F. Austin. It is a real plus being a top 16 national seed and hosting the first and second rounds, says volleyball coach Ryan McGuire. I think lots of lots of great benefits. You know, one, our girls are really high academic and they get to go to more class. Uh, I know it stresses them lately as we're getting ready to go into finals to be on the road and be missing some of the finals prep. So they're, they feel more at peace and less stressed being able to be here at home and, and get a few more more time in the classroom. Two, we love playing in front of our fans. we got great fans, wild fans, loud fans, and we're familiar with everything. And then I think the training, just to be able to train at home is different. And, you know, you have some of your equipment and things readily available than trying to pack it all up and, and squeeze it. And uh, honestly, the weather in Waco is beautiful right now here too. So it's all good. Ryan McGuire and Baylor Volleyball opening NCAA tournament play Thursday evening at 7 against Stephen F. Austin in the Farrell Center. Colorado and Rice, the other two teams in Waco for the regional. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. They do service right at MP Electric. Since 1996, MP Electric has serviced industrial, commercial, and residential accounts in the greater Central Texas area. MP Electric's trained and courteous electricians will solve your electrical problems quickly and professionally. Be one of the thousand satisfied customers in Central Texas. The next time you need an electrician, call Mark, Paul, Lisa, or John at 399-9895 or schedule your service call at mpelectric.net. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, just after 8 o'clock, this is game time. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. If you're an 8 o'clocker, uh, I'm sorry, but you're a little bit late. Uh, it's just a little after 8, and uh, we welcome you to Hour 2 of the program. And we're presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. And we're joined now by Kansas State uh, broadcast member, Matt Walters. Matt, first of all, good morning. Appreciate your time. And let's talk about the, this uh, this championship game at AT&T Stadium. The first, two t- the first time these two teams met, uh, a very competitive football game. Do you see the game plan being much the same, or do you see K-State approaching this game differently? I think both teams will probably have some wrinkles, Tom. But you know, you you you're not going to change, you know, the your stripes or your spots if you're a leopard. I mean, there's there's different things that you you may find that will work. You'll you'll look and see what didn't work the first go around and what did, and you know, maybe it's a little bit of a, a feeling out process again at the beginning of the ball game. But 
I, I don't think those I don't think these two teams really change anything drastically. I mean, in case they got out to a, a, a huge start and then guys started dropping like flies, uh, heading to the locker room because case they got pretty beat up in that ball game and and then lo and behold, here comes the the rush of momentum and you know credit TCU they were they were able to take advantage of it and they came from 18 down scoring the last 28 to win that ball game. Been a couple of months since K State has had that early wake up call to play eleven AM football game. Does that make any difference for this football team having the early start compared to having so many night games? I don't think so. They've had they had enough eleven AM games in the in the first part of the season. I uh, you have to adjust your clock a little bit, but um, you know, I I think what that does is that just it just means you get up and you get at them a lot earlier, you get the blood flowing a lot quicker, you don't you know, I think guys would rather play earlier than have to sit around and wait till six or seven o'clock. So yeah, I think the I think the early start time is is just fine. Thirteenth game of the year, Matt. Uh, how healthy is this football team going into AT and T? I think everybody's you know kind of beat up right now. Uh, you know, K State in the last couple of weeks of the Cats have lost uh, two safeties. They lost uh, Kobe Savage uh, and they've lost Sincere Mason, which you know, it's made them a little lighter in the back end, but they've got a couple of guys they've plugged in. DJ Payne struggled a little bit at West Virginia, but was much, much better, um, you know, last week against Kansas. I'm more confident now. Um, but I, I think overall, you know, outside of on the offensive side, uh, the odds of Adrian Martinez playing uh, aren't very good in my opinion. I think K-State's uh, probably as healthy as it's been in a, in a while. Will Howard making his third start at QB. Is he getting comfortable in that role now? I wouldn't use the word getting. I would use the word is. Uh, just by looking at you know looking at his body of work since he came in. Um, you know he's in case they wanted to redshirt him, and then it became obvious that that wasn't going to happen because of. Martinez's injury situation and, and just how well Will Howard's been playing. I mean, this is a guy that, again, last year uh, was was tentative, was hesitant, didn't seem to have much confidence, and now he's completely on the other end of the spectrum. I mean, he 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 has a great idea of what's coming. He knows where he's going with it. Uh, his progression has gotten that much better, and you know, I think the the rest of his offensive mates have. I've rallied around him. More guys are making more plays, and the offensive line has been very, very good uh, of late. You know, I think the thing that stands out most to me um, about what Kansas State has done this year, guys, is winning on the road in the Big Twelve. I mean, they they won uh, they won in Norman, they won in Ames, they won right there in Waco, and they won in Morgantown. And you know, winning period is difficult, but when you we pull off four road wins in conference, you've done something right. The fact that the quarterback's been able to run a little bit, has that helped Deuce Vaughn uh, in the running game? Oh, immensely. And, you know, Will Howard hasn't done a lot of it, but he's a pretty good runner as well. I mean, when Adrian Martinez was was playing his best and, and you know, clicking on all eight cylinders, you had kind of a two-headed monster. And then, you know, nobody – is really talking about DJ Giddens, who's Deuce Vaughn's backup. Um, you know, he's from next door, Junction City. 
real quiet kid, but he's a different kind of runner. He's physical and uh, he's, you know, K-State will put both guys out there at times now. And, and he's been a huge, um, uh, a huge benefit this year just because of his improvement. So yeah, like the quarterback run game, Hey, as long as Colin Klein and really for that matter, I'll say as long as Chris Kleiman is at K-State, the quarterback run game is going to be a big part of the offense. In your mind, what is the one thing that K-State has to do to win the Big 12 championship at AT AT&T? Well, if you're going to squeeze me that tight (laughs) and make it just one, uh, K-State's got to stay away from giving up the big play. They've done a good job of that all year long. Um, I think K-State's defense, um, you know, let some things get away from them in that first go-around. But again, they – Think about this, guys, and that's why I went this route is Khalid Duke got hurt early against TCU and and barely played in that game. K-State lost Deuce Green, their their star linebacker, in that game. Julius Prince, their best cornerback, uh, the guy that's going to handle Quentin Johnston, got knocked out in that ballgame. So there's there's three of their four top defensive players that were not on the field, especially in the second half. And that's kind of when the big plays came. So uh, that's since you're going to put the handcuffs on me like that, I'm going to say stay away from giving up the big play. Matt, uh, what are you what are you sensing as far as uh, the the travel is concerned for Kansas State fans? Uh, is it going to be a packed house? And look, it, we call it a neutral site game, but TCU is going ten minutes down the road to, to play at AT and T Stadium. Do you sense that uh, your KSU uh, uh, fan base will be there uh, to, to counteract that? Yes. Yes, there will be plenty of people uh, there to support the Wildcats. I think the, the there will be a lot of students, and I, it's not that bad a drive. It's an eight-hour drive, which uh, it isn't that difficult. That may, you know, again, with it being 11 o'clock in the morning, the kick on Saturday, that may be a little bit of a pain for some. But, uh, yeah, this, this fan base supports this team, and the fact that it's made the conference title game for the first time and, quite some time they're going to be there in mass so are you uh there's rumors that you're going to be singing the national anthem is that is that right don't know where you heard that that would not <laughs> be true i would be more apt to sign the national anthem than sing the national anthem that would be I good you're getting ready to dump me i know you're getting ready to dump me so i'm going to do the usual i need a mart Crawford and happy update, please. Guy <laughs> <laughs> Kansas, Manhattan, Kansas. Well, I'll tell you, Crawford is rolling. Uh, they they play Toler uh, Friday night uh, in the regional final, so they're just what uh, three wins away from going to AT and T Stadium. Uh, Mart in the same boat. They're going to play at Lovelady High School. They're three wins away from getting to AT and T Stadium. And I don't. I'll be honest. Happy's in. Happy's in. Huh? Happy, happy is in the set and six man. They're in the semifinals this week, so they're one win away from AT and T. So there you go. The three teams that you love. Sweet. Yeah. So why don't you know I'm what you ought to make it, if 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 we get our teams to AT and T, you might as well just stay around and, and and go hang out and hang out with us while we work those games and and, and just you know you'll you'll be very familiar with AT and T and it it'll be a good time. I would love to. I'd even make a special trip down to. Uh, I'd, I'd be your. It's go just for an eight-hour drive. 
<laughs> I'd love to go do those ball games. See, last weekend, yeah. last weekend in Kansas was the first ever sanctioned six man state championship game. Yeah. Um, and then also, last, it was a great Saturday last week because not only did K State take care of Kansas for like the 38th time in a row, <laughs> but Manha- Manhattan won uh, a state championship for the first time since 1988. So it was a. Is that your alma mater? Saturday last weekend. Is Not that, my alma mater, but I did their ball games for two decades, and did I had done their last two state championship games prior to. So it was a big, big day and a big deal. Well, good. That, I mean, that's exciting stuff. That's I mean. Oh, yeah. So, do they have like one location like we do here, AT and T? Do they have one location for nope. all their state title games? Nope. Every class plays in a different location, which I'm. I don't know that I'm the biggest fan of, but that's how they do it and how they've done it forever. Yeah, well, you know that all ours are on television, so they they put them in one spot. So you know how that right. goes. All right, Matt, uh, have a great day. Uh, when are you coming down? Are you are you driving? You making that eight hour drive? Or are you flying? Nope, I'm flying late Friday afternoon. So all right. I will. Uh, I'll meet you around seven o'clock Friday night at a location to be determined. All right, sounds like a winner. Come on down. We're looking forward to it. Boys, take care. Good to talk to you. Appreciate the invite as always. Have a great day. That's Matt Walters. He is the uh, sideline analyst for the uh, Kansas State radio broadcast team. Does a great job. Eight sixteen. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas from the Allen Samuel Studios. We're right back with more in just a moment. Recently on the John Moore Show. That is uh, Toby Rowland, the longtime uh, voice of the Oklahoma Sooners football, basketball, baseball. Uh, I'll give you guys a little insight out there. When J-Mo saw that it was on ESPN Plus, he got very excited because that's what us radio guys do. That's because right. we know we're going to have way more listeners. <laughs> You're exactly <Way> right. <laughs> that's right. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to five years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford. Member FDIC and Equal House. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it. Whatever it is. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. The season of savings is here at Mission Golf Cars with savings up to $1,000 on our remaining 2022 inventory. That's up to $1,000 off the industry-leading EasyGo RXV golf cart, up to $1,000 off the stylish EasyGo Express Cruisers, or save up to $1,000 on the Cushman line of work-ready vehicles for the farm and ranch. 
Save big on the perfect gift this holiday season. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Restrictions apply. Shop in store at a Waco location or online at missiongolfcars.com. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boy's Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boy's Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boy's Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Konica Minolta, Canon, Kia Sarah, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is with an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 85. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. All right, it's 820. Well, we got a lot of lot of sports, a lot of in-depth sports conversation going this morning. Uh, yep. And now, Stephanie. Yeah, here I am. <laughs> did you uh did you watch the soccer match last I night? I watched yesterday. Yes, with you. In the office, and I was screaming at the computer. It was vulgarities. What you were doing? <laughs> I was up, down, throwing stuff. I just was like, that was nerve wracking. Yeah, you Full you weren't working. You were watching soccer. Uh, yeah. Did you see the guy that the, the one of the players raised his jersey and on his t shirt it said it's called soccer? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's all of a sudden a big debate whether it's football or soccer, right? Yeah. yeah. I've been seeing that. Warb, you want to chime in on this? It's soccer. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. I thought he would say no. <laughs> so, hey, yeah. Ward, did you watch the one nothing victory? No. <laughs> Think about this. Now, how long's a game? Ninety minutes. Correct. And then they had nine minutes of extra time. Right. So ninety minutes, one hundred and eighty minutes of soccer in the last two games for the U.S. And they've scored one goal, but they've given up zero. Yeah, that's true. But they've scored one goal in 180 minutes of running up and down that field. They burned a lot of calories. That's all I know. They probably ate half of Texas when burned they burned a lot dead. of time too. Yeah, ah, uh, uh, it's brutal. It's brutal. From the 903, by the way, I haven't heard any any love for Team USA. Do they have a chance to beat the Netherlands? If they do, it will be a large upset. Yeah, that's right. Since they're number 16 out of 16, and the Netherlands number eight. Yeah. Uh, Your halfbacks are going to have to play well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. (laughs) What? 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 (laughs) You're not buying into the halfback? I think they could beat the Netherlands, but it's going to be a tough game. They're going to be an underdog in every match they play from here on out. What is this round? The punch outs or? Knockout. 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 Yeah. (laughs) 
punch out. Even I knew it was a knockout. <laughs> I was being funny. Yeah. Well, hey, I got something for y'all today. All right, let's hear it. So I was reading on the internet. And in 2020, hang on, hang on. oh lord, <laughs> this, may... <laughs> but... this is a great line. This is grumpy old fan who always makes me laugh. Uh, hey, grumpy, grumpy old fan Ward says soccer makes baseball look like NASCAR race. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, it does. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, are you ready for this? Yeah, I think so. Okay, in 2024 Olympics. It's going to be in Paris, right? Paris, yeah. Guess what they're bringing to the Olympics? Break dancing. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I like could it. win that. No, you have you watched that stuff? They spin oh, yeah. on their head, Me, their I fingertips. So do I. He well, does, it, <laughs> that's how he wakes up in the morning. Yeah, yeah that's my aerobic exercise in the morning. Oh, okay, and I can moonwalk. I walk in here in the office at like six fifteen, yeah. six thirty, and he, yeah. that's what he's doing. Yep. Well, anyways, they're bringing it to the Olympics in 2024, and I didn't know this. Yeah. But I, I knew that breakdancing started in New York City. Some guy named DJ Cool in 1970. It's really big in South Korea, UK, France, Russia, and Japan. And the best guy in the world, they call they call the guys the B-boy and the girls a the B-girl. B-boy. 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 So For, for breakdance? Probably, and then a girl's a B-girl. Well, the best in the world, this guy's name is Mino, and he's from the Netherlands. He's won the Red Bull World Finals three times, so he's probably going to go to the Olympics, obviously. Does he play soccer? No. Okay. No, and then a girl is from Finland. <laughs> Ford's tugging on his collar over there. <laughs> What's wrong with Forget this. So, there's some famous breakdancer names that I've found. And this just cracks me up. You ready? Crazy Legs is one. <laughs> oh, my heavenly day. Will you stop that already? Tony Touch, Mr. Wiggles. Then they have a group called the Zulu Kings and the Rocksteady Crew. They are judged on energy, movement, creativity, humor, and element of danger. Mm. I don't know how you get humor out of breakdancing, I guess. How do you get element of danger? Spinning on your head. You could break your neck. Right? I, I don't know. Uh, is and there's Lord, another verse a- to that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's coming to the Olympics, and it is now a dance sport. So, Hang on. Wait. Oh. Wait. Wait for it. Hang on. <laughs> oh, gosh. Wait. Break dancing is in the Olympics. Please tell me. They put softball back into the Olympics before they added this. I'm right there with I was fixing to ask, is baseball and softball back in? Because if not, this is absolutely awful. Insane. Awful. I will look. I will check on that today, but I think absolutely yeah, not at this point. Yeah, I think you need to point. do a little research. I will, but, you know. All right. Anyways, that's your. Break dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy legs. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find a name for you guys. I'm going to make up names for you Oh, we y'all. got a name. What is it? I'm not telling. <laughs> T-Bar? You're, you can be T-Bar. I could be, but I'm not. All yeah. right. Uh, <laughs> Stephanie, go sell something, would All you? All right. All right. Thanks. Have a great day. Stephanie from Sales. Breakdancing in the Olympics, Ward. I'm, I'm, so what would you prefer to watch? Breakdancing or soccer? Yeah, there's a toughie. Break dancing. Uh, wow. <laughs> that is a punch. That's awful. That's a hot That day. is a punch in the <laughs> gut, man. Uh, 
Boy, I tell you, that is a punch in the gut. Uh, Goodness gracious. I will absolutely watch breakdancing before I watch soccer. Wow. How about that? All right. It's 826. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, we're going to talk some Aggie football, and we'll do it next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. This is a highly listened to program. Matt Mosley, asking the tough questions. Is Barry Gibb a BG? Aaron, are you with me? Matt Mosley, giving the hottest takes. I love a good heifer show, and I like a turkey and broiler show. I'll put a little pimento cheese on there, and that takes it to another level. The Matt Mosley Show. You guys might have recognized my voice there. Weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Ortho. Tis the season to give, and it's okay to get. Get holiday gift cards from La Fiesta, We Cool Tacos, and Village Pizzeria. Purchase $50 in gift cards and get $10 free for yourself or for someone else. And don't forget, it's tamale time. Choose from delicious pork or chicken tamales. Order yours online at LaFiesta.com. Merry Christmas from your friends at La Fiesta. The season of savings is here at Mission Golf Cars with savings up to $1,000 on our remaining 2022 inventory. That's up to $1,000 off the industry-leading EasyGo RXV golf cart, up to $1,000 off the stylish EasyGo Express Cruisers, or save up to $1,000 on the Cushman line of work-ready vehicles for the farm and ranch. Save big on the perfect gift this holiday season, and remember at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Restrictions apply. Shop in store at our Waco location or online at missiongolfcars.com. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. Reed's Food Store is proud to support your Mark Panthers, owned and operated in downtown Mark since 1925. The Reed's Food Store family is proud to have back to Mark Panthers for 97 years. Reed's Food Store is here to serve you and your family, and they strive to save you time, energy, and money. After 97 years with the Mark Panthers, they are thankful to still be your hometown grocer. Reed's Food Store is open seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Reed's Food Store says, Go Panthers! This month, Alan Samuels and Wake is having the Black Friday sales event. You can save big on the new 2022 Ram 1500 Crew Cab with total values up to $4,250 with 2.9% for 72 months. That's right, plus an extra $500 bonus cash to first responders and no payments until January 2023. Shop an award-winning dealership with award-winning product. Alan Samuels and Waco, the place to shop Ram trucks. Come by. Let's be friends. 
They do service right at MP Electric. Since 1996, MP Electric has serviced industrial, commercial, and residential accounts in the greater Central Texas area. MP Electric's trained and courteous electricians will solve your electrical problems quickly and professionally. Be one of the thousand satisfied customers in Central Texas. The next time you need an electrician, call Mark, Paul, Lisa, or John at 399-9895 or schedule your service call at mpelectric.net. The season of savings is here at Mission Golf Cars with savings up to $1,000 on our remaining 2022 inventory. That's up to $1,000 off the industry-leading EasyGo RXV golf cart, up to $1,000 off the stylish EasyGo Express Cruisers, or save up to $1,000 on the Cushman line of work-ready vehicles for the farm and ranch. Save big on the perfect gift this holiday season, and remember at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Restrictions apply. Shop in store at a Waco location or online at missiongolfcars.com. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. Hopkins Oil Company is proud of the students, faculty, staff, and administration of Crawford Independent School District and wishes the Pirates and Lady Pirates all the best on the field, court, or diamond. Established in 1962, Hopkins Oil Company of Crawford is the oldest running wholesale fuel and lubricant distributor in Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Jeff and Molly Bays and open 24-7, Hopkins Oil Company has a proud tradition of quality products and outstanding customer service. If you'd like to learn more about Hopkins Oil Company, call Brad Cox at 254-486-0123. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. First half turnovers by Baylor allowed Marquette to build a 51-25 halftime lead as the Bears lost to the Golden Eagles 96-70. There's basketball at the Highlands Gym this evening as the MCC Highlanders host Dallas College Northlake. Tip-off is at 6 o'clock. In the NBA, the Mavericks won at home over Golden State 116-113. Tonight, the Spurs visit Oklahoma City and the Rockets travel to Denver. Ohio State's loss to Michigan has dropped the Buckeyes out of the top four of the college football playoff rankings. Georgia is still number one with Michigan now second, followed by TCU in third, and USC has moved into fourth. Longhorn quarterback Hudson Card will enter the transfer portal. The redshirt sophomore will have three years of eligibility remaining at his next destination. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, your friend in the car business. All right, day 33. Welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And let's talk some A&M football this morning with Joey Ikes from the uh, podcast Locked on Aggies. Joey, good morning. Thanks for your time. Uh, the uh, Aggies make a move in, in a change at offensive coordinator. Uh, was that a fair decision? I, I know it's part of the part of the gig uh, when you're in coaching, but was that was that the right move? Was that a fair move? Well, I think it's one that they they ultimately had to make, and I think Daryl Dickey was sort of leaning toward. You know, he's an he's an older coach. You know, he's sort of at the point where he's making year to year decisions about what he wants to do, whether he wants to keep coaching or not. Anyway. And so uh, it was something that they had to do if they wanted to move to a different coaching structure 
offensively where they hire an offensive coordinator who calls the plays. And that's never really been who Daryl Dickey has been throughout his career. And so it, it was, it might be, it's a, some of the criticism that's come towards Daryl Dickey after the firing is a little unfair, but I think the move was probably one that I don't think anybody in the building was really surprised by. And it was sort of something that if they're going to go bring in a hot shot offensive coordinator, which everybody sort of wants them to do, it was something that had to happen. And that was going to be my follow-up. Were the Aggies running Daryl Dickey's offense or were they running Jimbo Fisher's offense? And obviously Jimbo was the play caller. Yeah, I think it's, you know, it's Jimbo Fisher's offense, right? Or it has been at least. Mm -hmm. And, but, but Daryl Dickey for a while was coaching quarterbacks. And then this year in the fall, they ran, they, I don't want to say randomly, but they suddenly made a change where they shuffled um, Coach Craig, Coach Coley, and Coach Dickey to different positions. And so Coach Dickey was coaching tight ends. And so it, it wasn't, it for sure wasn't Daryl Dickey's offense. And he definitely wasn't the one calling it. But when you hold the title offensive coordinator and you want to hire a new play caller, <laughs> you're not going to make that guy the head coach. So that guy's got to be the offensive coordinator. So somebody's got to move off of that offensive coordinator title. So what's next for the Aggies? Are they going to go after a different type of offense? Are they going to go after something similar to Jimbo Fisher, what he's doing now, and just hand the keys over to them? What are they going to try to do? Well, I mean, I think one of the things that's both – encouraging and frustrating to be an A&M fan or to follow the team is that once or twice a year, you get these game plans like they ran out against LSU. And usually, you know, usually it comes against Alabama or LSU or something like that, where the game plan is just beautiful and everything flows really well. And all the plays work off of one another. There's guys running wide open, you know, everything works. <laughs> and then you get these games against like an Appalachian state where the game plan just looks stale and they can't move the ball and all this other kind of stuff. So I don't necessarily think, and part of the whole deal with offensive football is most of these teams are running 90% of the same stuff. Anyway, it's just about how you call it, how you package it together, all that kind of stuff. So I think they're definitely going to bring somebody in to be, in charge of the offense because these programs are so big now. You, you really can't be the offensive play caller and the head coach unless you're like Lincoln Riley or something like that. Some, some of these guys that are real special, right? Um, and so I think it'll probably look relatively similar. A lot of the changes will be really subtle that sort of the, the regular fan won't really notice other than the fact that Hey, you know it doesn't look, it doesn't feel like a struggle to score a touchdown anymore. We're able to go down the field and score touchdowns. Joy, when you uh, when you when you reflect back, obviously you covered this team all year. When you reflect back on on the season, what went wrong? Where was the if you could to the core? What was what were the issues with with A and M football this year? Well, I think it was a perfect storm. Like the only way you go from number six in the country in the preseason to where they to not making a bowl at the end of the season is a perfect storm of a lot of things, right? They had just an insane amount of injury attrition. They had a game where they had like 12 guys miss the game because of an illness. Like just it popped up in the building and the starting quarterback has to miss the game along with like four or five other starters and a bunch of backups. So they had like 25 guys out for the Florida game or something like that. And it's just real hard to win. And then you combine that with playing a bunch of young players as it is and the mistakes and the fits and starts and stuff like that that's going to come with playing a bunch of young players. And to be frank, I mean, there's a reason why they're going to go a different direction on the offense this year, and that's the offensive coaching was just was not that good. 
It took them way too long to get to Connor Wigman as the starting quarterback. It took them way too long to find some of the answers. Moose Muhammad was a zero part of the offense for the first four weeks. And then Anaya Smith gets hurt and Moose Muhammad is one of your best two or three offensive players all of a sudden. So there, there was a lot in the offensive lines just been a mess. And so it's a perfect storm of a young team and the mistakes that come with that. <laughs> the coaching staff not doing a good enough job, frankly, on the offensive side of the ball and or on defense really either. And then the uh, the injuries and attrition that took place on this team were just uh, unbelievable this year. And you throw all that together in a pot and stir it up real nice, and you wind up five and seven and missing a bowl game. Is the quarterback of the future on campus right now for the Aggies? Oh, I think without a doubt, Connor Wigman is the guy. Um, and it's it's really just a matter of how much can you get out of this program in the next two years while Connor Wigman is on campus before he winds up leaving for the NFL to go be a first round draft pick in 2025 or whatever year that is, <laughs> because he's what he did against Ole Miss in his first start showed what he can do as a passer when he just wants to be a drop back passer. And then what he was able to do in the last two games against UMass and the rain and the freezing cold and all that kind of stuff. And then LSU, what he was able to do with his legs just showed the component of what he can do as a quarterback um, through with both his arm and his legs. And, you know, the comparison that the A&M coaching staff has thrown out is Dak Prescott, right? And what he did in college was a little more heavily leaning towards the run game, but then you see what he's done in the pros and how he's turned into this prolific passer. And if you get that type of guy at A&M for the next couple of years, combine that with the level of recruiting they brought in, if they get this offensive coordinator higher right, you're right back up where you want to be. And really, I mean, since 2020, when Kellen Mond left, the, the big question around the a m program was the quarterback position. And I think they've got the answer in Connor Wigman for sure. Joey, from the outside looking in, it, it looks like and feels like that, that Jimbo has lost a great deal of, of the fan base. If is A, is that correct? And B, if so, how does he win them back? I think a big part of the frustration that the fan base has with Jimbo um, relates to just the general sort of sloppiness that it feels like there is. And, you know, you guys are in Waco, right? You guys watched the Baylor TCU game and the way TCU executed that last minute, run a run play, run the field goal team on no timeout, kick the field goal. And it took them like 12 seconds to execute those two plays. And I remember distinctly watching that happen and going, there's zero chance that a Jimbo Fisher-led A&M team, the way it's currently constructed, could execute like that. Um, I think there's a lot about the program that's going really well that are things not associated with offensive football. I think the recruiting, obviously, is going really well. I think they're going to make some noise over the course of the next couple of weeks in that area as well. And then I think that there's a lot of stuff about the program and the culture and all that stuff that is actually really good despite some of what people around the state or around the country might want you to think. So I, I think there's some frustration with Jimbo because it just sort of looks sloppy and disjointed on the field. But I think from a program standpoint, things are in a really good place. And if they can, I keep going back to this because it's so important, they can get that offensive coordinator higher right to fix that on the field stuff. And if he shows the willingness to sort of put his ego aside, because I think that's sort of what it is too is, Everybody feels like Jimbo's got this huge ego, and why would I hand the offense off? It's my offense. It's worked for 30 years. Why would I hand it off to somebody else when I know that it works? If the players do it right, I know it works. But if he can sort of humble himself and say, you know what, this job is too big to try to do two different jobs, 
let me do this job and hire somebody else to do that one and everybody else will be better off, I think it'll go a long way for sure. Podcast is locked on locked on Aggies. And, uh, Joey, what do you got uh, coming up on the, on the podcast? Yeah, well, we're going to be doing a lot of talk about, you know, the big stories in college football right now. The transfer portal, the early signing period is coming up in December. The coaching carousel is going on. There's going to be a lot of talk about, you know, who this offensive coordinator is going to be and when they make the hire, what that means and all that kind of stuff. And, of course, we're keeping an eye on who's going into the transfer portal from A&M. And then this is going to be a year where, I mean, A&M has no offensive skill players committed to their recruiting class so far in 2023. This is going to be a big transfer portal year for Jimbo, which is a, a shift from their usual philosophy. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out, and we'll have it all covered at Locked on Aggies. Joy, thanks. We appreciate your time. Uh, have a great day. Absolutely. You too, guys. Thanks. Thank you so much. Uh, Joey Ikes from the uh, podcast Locked on Aggies. It is 8.43. We're 17 away from 9 o'clock. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. The Mark Coaches Show with Kevin Hoffman is brought to you by InCommons Bank. Coach, talk a little bit about Love Lady. This is a team that's uh, like your club, undefeated and, and playing good football. Yeah, they're they're a uh, they're a different animal uh, they're, than what we've played here in the last few weeks. They're they're probably the biggest biggest most physical team that we will have have seen since probably back to Centerville. Uh, and so you know they're they're big, they're fast, they're physical. Uh, you know they 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 cross you know everything that. Uh, typically in the past have, has given us some sort of issues uh, they like to you know run the ball uh, run it right at you and uh, just you know continue to pound it and try to eat up the clock and and uh, and try to keep our offense off the field so uh, uh, you know defensively you know like I said most of those guys that are playing offense are going to play defense uh, so uh, they're big and physical on defense and, and but we're, we're going to try to use our speed and, and, and use our tempo uh, to try to uh, maybe get those guys a little bit tired uh, so they can't play as hard. But, uh, you know, that's the goal. That's the game plan. Um, so, you know, everybody's got a game plan until you get punched in the mouth, Mike Tyson used to say. Uh, so we hope to punch them in the mouth and uh, and get them behind the chains, get them behind in the score, uh, and maybe make them get out of character and do something they don't want to do. When you look at their football team, you talk about the strength and, and, and the size and the speed of particularly on the defensive side of the football does that or, or the offensive side of the football rather does that change how you play defense at all no we're gonna we're gonna dance with who brung us and uh you know we've been we've been doing this playing this style of defense uh you know for the last five or six years and it's been successful uh so you know we're, we're going to continue to do that but with that being said uh we always have a little something uh a plan b a little change up even a plan c uh, something that they haven't seen, things that we've been working on for several weeks uh, that we haven't shown uh, that we can always, uh, you know, pull out if uh, we, we think we need something different. Uh, we, we have something else that we can throw at them. Uh, and then, you know, not just be stuck in one thing. And, you know, obviously if you're successful at something, you're going to keep doing it. Uh, if you're not successful, uh, you better change something. So we, we have all those uh, things uh, in the in the playbook. ESPN Central Texas.
In Commons Bank is rooting for all of our local teams this football season. While you gear up for game days this fall, why not earn money at the same time? With the new Mars Rewards checking account from In Commons Bank, you can earn money every time you swipe your debit card. Earn while snagging spirit shirts, snacks, and supplies for celebrations after the big win with the Mars Rewards debit card. It's the perfect card for everyday purchases. Visit us in person or online at InCommonsBank.com forward slash Mars to find out more information. Member FDIC. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Well, it's that time again, the most wonderful time of the year. And just like most of us, the foundation doctors thinking about home and family. Hey, Dad. Hi, Jay. What you working on? I'm building a gingerbread house. That's cool. Why's the door so crooked? And why is your chimney leaning like that? I guess my house needs the foundation, Doctor. <laughs> You're such a goofy kid. Is your house starting to look like a Pinterest project gone wrong? Are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney? Then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. From all of us at the Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. The Foundation Doctors, just like old Santa Claus, just like old Santa, we make house calls. This holiday at Metro by T-Mobile, get a free 5G tablet for the whole family. Wait, is that Louise Fonzie? Imagine even more. Enjoy a free 5G tablet after rebate with unlimited HD when you add a tablet line for only $30. Only at Metro. If congested, customers using greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds plus tax via rebate on virtual prepaid MasterCard after third monthly payment. See store for details. When you need to build a fence on your farm or ranch, whether it's an eight-foot game fence for your deer or exotic animals or any type of livestock, Aim High Fence is the one to call. They're a turnkey operation to include custom entryways and gates, high rail fence, working pens, and water gaps. With over 50 years of combined experience, you can count on them for a quality fence. Owner Craig Davidson is a 1983 Crawford graduate and an 82nd Airborne veteran. So give them a call for a free estimate at 254-981-3595. AimHighFence.com or look them up on Facebook. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson and Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. Eight forty nine. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us as we uh, roll through a uh, Wednesday morning. Coming up a little later on today, the John Moore Show at three o'clock. John's going to be joined by John Ditton from uh, TCU, the uh, color analyst on the radio broadcast. That'll be at three o'clock, and they'll be. Continuing to talk about the Big 12 title game, Kansas State and TCU. Now, say whatever you want to about the crowd. Here's what we do know. There will be a lot of purple in the building on on Saturday. So, yes, there will. Yeah. All right, so who'd you say was singing the national anthem? Uh, Ashanti. Yeah. Ward, can you? Nope. Please, <laughs> just three songs. Mm-mm. Ah. <laughs> uh, and, and who's who's tossing the coin? Er, Errol Spence Jr., uh, the welterweight boxing champion of the world. And, and what parachute team is bringing in the, the, the football to land on the 50? That I do not know. Oh, okay. I had to open the roof <laughs> and then miss the scoreboard. Oh. Yeah. 
Oh, boy. Well, <laughs> anyway, i just having a little fun. All right, uh, 8.50, 10 away from 9. We got several texts uh, on the CNC Collision Center text line. Let's get to, and they're all over the place, and I like it that way. They, uh, they're just, every topic that we covered, we got some stuff going. Let's start with football. We'll just go in order that uh, we got them. Let's start with football junkie. He says, uh, here's my prediction. Kansas State runs all over TCU and wins the Big 12. So his top four goes Georgia, Michigan, USC, and Ohio State. So he does not have Alabama jumping into the uh, into the uh, top four. He has Ohio State hanging in there, and he has TCU, a one-loss TCU in the championship game, out. So for that, uh, I still think that that's a – I just hope – I hope the Big 12 has gotten the, as you said, over the last week to 10 days, maybe it's gone from does TCU even belong in the top four to, hey, if they lose, they, they're still a top four team. And what's, why has the narrative changed? Has people realized looking at, at their game film and looking at their schedule and looking at comparative scores that this is a football team that belongs there? Is that it? I, I think they just looked at the strength of schedule, and when that came in, started coming to fruition, TCU has beat five ranked teams, and nobody else has even more than two. So that tells you everything you need to know. Again, we talked all year long about the competitive balance of this conference, and I said it made for great viewing. It, well, now it's making for helping the conference champion, who did was the only team that really got separation. I mean, stop and think about it. T- TCU got separation from everybody else, and the rest of the league was just, I mean, hit and miss. I mean, that's just kind of how it went from week to week because of the uh, the competitive balance. All right, uh, JB says, Baylor men's basketball didn't seem to play with any energy like Scott Drew teams normally play, and they didn't seem to have a leader or energy or an energy guy for that matter. I think everyday John, and he's talking about John, Jonathan Chamwa Chachua, will bring the energy and leadership that they need whenever he makes his return to the team. And he is one of those guys. He's an energy guy. But who knows when he comes back? I mean, that was a severe in- injury. He continues to rehab, and there's there's no real date for him to, to return to the basketball team. And look, if if whatever was last night needs to go away or to happen again on Friday night when they play Gonzaga, I mean, it will. If you play like you played the first half last night, then you're going to get you're going to get run out of the gym again. I mean, again, it was sloppy with 20 turnovers, uh, 16 of those in the first half, and it was just you know it, defensively, Marquette just kept getting good looks at the basket, and they kept beating Baylor down the floor too. Uh, it was just one of those deals. Uh, let's see here uh, from the two five four. Pickleball is the next Olympic sport. Now, I've heard a lot about pickleball. What do you think about pickleball? Looks fun. Isn't it basically tennis on a smaller court? Well, and the ball's harder and the paddles are shorter. and yeah, there's it's It has similarities. Right. All right, uh, here we go. Corey says, uh, uh, if snorting is the Olympic sport, then Stephanie would win. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. You got one more here that we'll throw in and then we got to get out of here. Uh, let's see from the two, five, four as well. Simple. Let's go Panthers. And I agree. Let's go Panthers. Let's go pirates. 
Uh, and let's go Abbott Panthers. I mean, let's get it done. Let's go Harker Heights. We haven't said much about Heights, and they're back in action uh, this week in Waco. They're going to play yeah, at back the, at McLean. McLean. They're going to play McLean. They got they got a look, look. They got a tough challenge. They got DeSoto from the from that district that we call the District of Doom. But what, I, where there's a great challenge, there is a great reward. <laughs> what <laughs> you don't wouldn't that be the message this week okay <laughs> you're not buying <laughs> no i just it where is. is that from star wars no i'll tell you later uh 8 that's gonna do it for us uh again john's up at three matt's at four we're right back at seven o'clock tomorrow morning right here on espn central texas <laughs> 